Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Yankee Stadium. They win the final game, 5-2, to two, to remain the baseball champions of the world. The Yankees, with this 9-0 crusher, have won their 17th World Series. The Yankees again are world champions. The Yankees win their 21st World Series. The Yankees are champions of baseball. Ball game over. World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. The Yankees are back on top. World champions for the 27th time. Welcome back, Yankee fans. This is episode 31 of your Chase for 28 podcast. My name is Chris, and I'm joined by my Yankee podcast compadre, Aaron Judge Bianco. What's up, AJ? That's what it is. Aaron Judge Bianco. I love it. <laughs> I was just saying, Chris, this, this we're down to the wire here, man. This is either this is make or break time for the podcast. You say down to the wire, or are we hanging on by a thread? I think we're down to the wire. I I don't know. I'm not, I'm not feeling too good. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird because. I don't know, in my lifetime, this is, I think, the only real pennant race. And it's not even for the pennant. It's just like, make it to the playoff race. You know, I remember the Joe Torre days where it was like, last weekend of the season, <laughs> playing the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. And, right. you know, Tino Martinez was the manager because Joe Torre took the weekend right. off. Ho-hum, in first place. <laughs> <laughs> just setting up the rotation. Everything has been lined up since August yep. 31st. And... You know, here we are on September. Well, here, this is unique. We're recording this on September 23rd, Yankee off day. I don't know how many times they've been off on a Thursday this season. Between this and a Monday. a couple times. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're recording this before the three-game series in Boston begins. And you are listening to this after the Friday game and before the Saturday game. So you're in the future. You know what happened on Friday night. We do not. No, we Certainly, do. I hope we do. Futurus does. We don't. Futurus does. We right now here in the past. Right. At this, at this moment, we're just predicting. We're just predicting. Right. Streaky, so, streaky Yankees or real Yankees? Well, uh, now's the time for the hot streak to begin. I mean, as I have here in our notes, this is it. We're, we're down to the, the final nine games of the season. It's and crazy. it is crazy. One, because it's been an entire. Hey. Hey. Remember when Jay Bruce was the first baseman this year? I do. How long ago does that seem? Probably about six months. <laughs> the Bruce <laughs> is, is loose. He's literally loose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, long season, AJ. And yeah, it's been a season. It's been a season of ups and downs. Seasons with, it's like inception season, you know? Um, But we're in these final nine games. Again, we got the three-game series against the Red Sox. Then a three-game series in Toronto. In Toronto, like, Yankees are going to Canada. Yeah, first time in a while. Uh, yeah, over two years? Uh, yeah. And then uh, 
Got the final series of the season against the Rays to kick off October. The first place Rays, I might add. The first place Rays, they have uh, clinched a playoff spot. Division still up for grabs. I don't think the Yankees or the Red Sox are going to catch them. Maybe the, that, maybe the Orioles the, the, will. Maybe the Orioles will. But, but those three games in October, October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, mean potentially, nothing. those could be the only three games the Yankees play in October this year. Oh, wow. When you... It's on the table. Not yeah, No, I'm just, wow. You didn't think of it that way, I did, did you? I did not think of it like that. Not at all. <laughs> but, I mean, so so as we sit here, the Yankees are 86 and 67, still fourth place. No, third place. Third place, officially. Third place in the American League East. They currently, after last night's sweep of the Rangers and a Toronto loss, the Yankees are currently in the number two wild card spot in the last week. They are four and two. I don't want to mention the Cleveland series, but they went one and two against Cleveland after what looked like would be a very nice weekend. But I have I don't even know how to describe what happened on Saturday and Sunday, but it happened. It's in the past. Twenty two is what they gave up on on that series. Just want to put that out there. Twenty two. No, thank you for putting that out there. Yeah, no, I feel like like Mr. Positive. They handled business. They handled business against Texas. They swept them. So that's good. That was and good. And now we go into Boston, who is winning. You know, <laughs> like, who is winning. They're hot. They are hot. Hold on. I have my other browser open. Well, Boston's not playing today, but currently, as we record this. Yep. Go for it. The just changed. Are the Twins leading 3-2, to two or is it still tied 2-2? Two to two? I don't, I don't uh, The last I saw was 2-2, two to two, and this thing has come up. 3-2 to two Twins, bottom five. Okay. There you go. So bottom five Twins lead the Blue Jays 3-2. to two. So, hopefully, that gives us a little more separation with Toronto on our tails. No, honest, After this weekend, doesn't matter. The Yankees could hold the number one wild card yeah. spot, what? right? But the Yankees play them three times, so none of this matters. It's what they do against Toronto. Am I right? Like I think that's the way we have to look at it. Well, I, that's correct me if I'm wrong. Break. I mean, if they do well against Boston, if they pass Boston this weekend, and then Boston and Toronto are both behind them. That puts more pressure on Toronto than the Yankees. The only problem is the Yankees are two games behind Boston right now. So technically, they have to sweep to do anything in the standing. Correct? Because if they split... Right, if they, if, it, go ahead. Well, if the Yankees... Go, it, again, this is where math is hard. My dad's laughing at me. Uh, <laughs> if the Yankees go 2-1 and one this weekend, they would be A game back. Tied? A game back. It'd be a game back? Yeah, because they're two games back if they right sweep, now. If they sweep, they're up one. If they sweep, they're up one. Yes. So, so they would hold a one-game lead in the top spot. Right. However, Boston then plays six games against the Orioles and the Nationals. True. And in that same span, you have Yankees the three have, games, Yankees mm-hmm. and the Blue Jays, and then the Yankees play the or, uh, the Blue Jays play the Orioles. Right. And the Yankees season. play Tampa. Tampa. Which... If you're Tampa Bay, are you taking it easy, or do you potentially look at it and say, we can knock the Yankees out of the playoffs? I think I think they would love to play spoiler. I think deep down, there's a little fear, because uh, Tampa has not been as great as they were a couple weeks ago. So I think they, I think the Yankees can But in them. essence, in essence, they've gone pretty much wire to wire this season. The Yankees, have, they have Yankees number, though. Right. They have the Yankees number. Sad to think of to think so i mean what do we do in these nine games what what would be 
your approach. You are the Yankees, AJ. What are you, besides the fact you have to win, no, what kind of say. lineup are you thinking? What, what, do you, what, what would you do? Um, right now, based on what I'm seeing, if I'm Aaron Boone, I do not want Luke Voigt anywhere near a starting lineup. The dude is not hitting, and his fielding has been atrocious the last couple of games. So I, I do but not. What about have, the what no, about the threat of his bat as a DH? He's not hitting. Oh, that's why I said right, the so, threat. So, so DH. All right, you got you got to put him in DH. Fine. Then, God, um, I really want to see Tyler Wade on the field. Tyler Wade basically stole second and third base on Wednesday night to get them the run that they needed to get a rally started. So, um, man, I don't know. I don't know. What's the lineup? I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I guess you do first base Rizzo, second base Glaber. Shortstop would be Ursula. Uh, third base, you got to throw in LeMayu, outfield Gallo, Judge, Judge, and Stanton. That's a, that's a big right field for Stanton to play, but I think I think he I think he can handle it. And he's been playing a pretty good outfield. I mean, and, and I was talking with Pops. I'll, I'll bring this conversation here. What would Stanton's season be like if he had played, played the, outfield the outfield all year? I know. Now, and now you granted. know what? You, I don't mean to cut you off. Okay, he's had it. No, that's fine. He's had it numbers numbers wise. Had a good season. He's got thirty one home runs this year. Right. He he and Judge are the offense. It's the everybody else has been so inconsistent. Right. right. I mean, if we look at the numbers here, like Stanton, I believe, is still batting like 260, which, look, 260 these days in baseball is respectable. Yeah, sadly, but... Oh, well, that's the way it is. I mean, is will Aaron Judge garner some MVP votes? He's not going to win MVP. No, he's not going to get MVP. By he any might, stretch. He might get a couple well, of he votes. Gets some, he might get a couple of votes. I mean, Grant, the dude's leading but the he team. has also had a good season. He's leading the team in average home runs and RBI and runs. That's crazy. Yeah, if only he pitched. No. <laughs> <laughs> Probably could, and he's, he's only a Imagine couple him, hits. He's six, only a couple hits behind he, six, six, ten on the mound. Yeah, like Randy Johnson, yeah. just righty. But but even then, if you look at Lemayhu, Lemayhu had the season we did not want him to have. Yeah, yeah. You know he was exceptional the last two seasons. Yep. He's and batting. this year, average. Batting two. He, he's below a, average for himself. He's a point below Stanton. Stanton's batting two sixty nine. He's batting two sixty eight. But his, his home run numbers aren't there. I don't expect him to be there ever again. He's got 10 homers. Um, his RBI numbers are not there. He's got 56 RBI. And I think the big thing, like he's leading the team in hits, 155, which is a nice number. But, you know, I, I wonder if his, his approach to batting changed because he wanted to be the starter. Like, I feel like last year he was like, I'm just a guy I can get on base. This year it's... I need to be the guy. Everybody else is falling behind. I need to be a guy. So instead of being the guy who who uh, takes bases and takes the walks, I think he really tried to make things happen because he wasn't supported by everybody around him. Does that make sense? It does make sense that, that he put a little extra pressure on himself a bit. to continue to perform at a very high level. Yeah. It's almost like <clears throat> the way he performed this year is what you expected him to do when he came here originally. You know, right? Like nobody expected him to be what he was when he got here, right? Um, something else I want to throw out that kind of delves into the who's hot, who's not, but more who's hot. And I don't know if you're going to laugh at me, but I did see a stat that uh, since Glaber Torres was moved to second base mm. on September 13th, um, 
since September 14th, he is batting 355. So power is not there for whatever reason, but he's hitting the baseball. Yeah, right. And that's one of the reasons why I said he has to play second base. <clears throat> as much as I'd love to see Wade on the field, you know, I still think Glaber has the edge at second base for that reason. Um, his number, he is hot but right see, now. But, but see, that that's the weird thing. You know, what type of team should the Yankees put on the field? Do you put out the the nine guys who are on paper based on their contracts and what their offensive potential is? Or do you look at how the team was made up, you know, over that 35 and 11 stretch, you know, July and August, where you have guys like Vasquez, Wade in the lineup, you mm-hmm. know, the, the spark. Um, mm-hmm. uh, who was the outfielder? Greg, was, was Greg Allen a part of that at, at one point? No, not, no. He was gone already. It was, it was the other outfielder. Um, but again, I don't know where the Yankees are in stolen bases in the last three, three and a half, four weeks. Mm-hmm. But not where they I don't were. Know if, not where they were when they were really doing some things on the bases and it looked like a different team. So right? I, I think this is where um, the Yankees go. Good. This is where the Yankees go with uh, we're going to go down. We're going to go down with the ship. Basically is what it comes we're going down, down to. Swinging. Yeah, we're, in, we're going down with the guys that, that brought us here. And that's our original team, minus Gallo and okay. Rizzo. Now, hold on. I got a problem with that. And just by the way you phrase that, mm-hmm. if that's their mentality. That is. Hold they're, on. They're too loyal. But you said, we're going to go with the team that got us here. This is not the team that it's got not. them here. This is the You're team right. that stunk in April, May, and June. Except for Gallo and Rizzo. Right, except for two additions. Right. But also, at that point, we had no first baseman. We had a mixed outfield of guys who were not supposed to be playing outfield. Frazier, gone. Greg Allen, gone. Um, uh, what's the guy's name? Oh, my gosh. The center fielder. L'Oreal? No. L'Oreal? No, the real center fielder. Hicks? Yes. Hicks. Aaron Hicks. Like, starting outfield is only one guy. Judge. He's the only guy who made hey, it. Hey, let me ask you this. Go ahead. Should Gallo get a little time in center field? No. Why not? He's not a center fielder. He's not. He's a corner he's athletic enough. He's a corner he's athletic enough to play nah, center, fielder. center fielder. Watching him go back for balls, he's a corner outfielder. Okay. He's a good outfielder. He's got a great arm, which makes him a perfect corner outfielder. He doesn't have the speed or range for center. He can't back somebody up. I like him better on left than I do in right. But he may, you know what? To be honest, he may need to play right field in Boston and put Stanton in left because that is a cannon in left. Nobody's going to run with Stanton in left field in Boston. That wall was only I like, like that. 100 feet away. <laughs> I, I I like that. That's what I would do. Because I saw Gallo okay. play right field against the Rangers. So I wonder if that's what they're thinking. It's a little dangerous, though, because I, I didn't really like him in, in right field very much. He's a professional ball player. Yeah. I mean, when well, you think about it. Like, there. Go out hate, there and get the job done. Right. I hate the excuse. Oh, I haven't played there since high school. You're an outfielder. Go and catch a ball. Like, we all can do it. <laughs> we all, that's, what we, that's what we do. You put us in the outfield. I can play all three outfield positions. I can play some better than others, but I can play all the outfield positions. Call them. Call them? Yeah, call them. Yeah, Hello. Hey, hey, don't. Aaron Judge Bianco. <laughs> what are they, like Willie Mays Hayes. Run, <laughs> run like Mays, hits like a sister. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, you know who else looked good this week? Making his return to the mound after 500 something days or 700. 700 days? 707 days. No joke. 707 days. It was 200-something games. I don't know. Maybe that's probably what it was. Um, Luis Severino. 
Yeah, he looked good. He did look good. You know who didn't look good on the mound? Who didn't look good on the mound? Garrett Cole. <laughs> All right. The ace. The ace. Yeah, yeah. He stunk it up against the Indians, but he, he's Ooh. on the mound tomorrow. Good. That's what we need. He does great in Boston, by the way. Pitched great right, against he them. Does. Ooh, but see, now here's the weird thing. It just seems like each time he steps on the mound now, it's this is his biggest start as a Yankee. This is the most important start of the season. <laughs> this is why we're paying him $345 million. We got a good rotation going this weekend. I got to be honest with you. What do we got, AJ? Cole, Preview the weekend for us. Cole Evaldi on Friday night. Okay. We have Cortez Pavetta on the Saturday game. It's a me and Nestor. It is Nestor. Nasty Nestor. And then Sunday, we have uh, Montgomery versus Rodriguez, who the Yankees hit like nothing against. They're awful against Edwin Rodriguez. Edwin? Is that his name? Eddie? Eduardo. I don't not care. Edwin. Eduardo. This weekend will be different. Mm. Boston Massacre, part five. Okay. Well, I like your positivity. It's that time of year, AJ, where the positivity really comes out. Mm. Yankee baseball. Where until they don't, I believe they can. There you go. And then fun fact, the Yankees are off on Monday. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see their schedule next year if they right. play on Mondays and have another. They are off every single day Friday. Off. Oh man! Some so, idiots I mean, this podcast. is good. It's going to be a good series. It better be a good series. And by good series, I mean the Yankees better win. I'm sorry. Like I, I this is must win baseball time. And I need convincing wins. I, I, again, tomorrow, I'd like Cole to go seven or eight innings. As long as he's healthy, yeah. Right. Yeah, obviously, I don't want him to, you know, hurt himself or, you know, do things he's not capable of. Right. But go out there and give us seven to eight innings. Right. Um, trying to think. I think I heard the Yankees need to go seven and two over the next nine to make the playoff. Six. Is that based on what anybody else does? Uh, well, that's based on the fact that they should go. You know, one of the series has to be a sweep. So either they sweep Red Sox or they sweep Toronto. That's how it breaks down. So they have to they have to sweep one series. Six and three is the bare minimum they can do to make the playoffs because the numbers are 90, I'd like to 92 see them sweep wins. both of course. and go two and one against Tampa Bay. All right, you know, let them sweep both and then go 0 and three. Who cares? <laughs> Honestly. Shh, Yan- don't Yankees, say that. Yankees, whatever. They sweep, they're in. That's what it comes down to. Uh, shades um, of Mariano Duncan. We play today, we win, win today. today. Yeah, let's, you know what? That's what it is. Baseball, Susan. Just every one game at a time. Hey, we can do a trivia. Pitch. Bat. Oh, we got trivia? My trivia. Yeah, episode's almost over. Go ahead, AJ. Give All us right. a question. Sorry, real quick. <laughs> we, can, we can go to this at the, at the very end. All right, here we go. Here's your question. Christopher, I asked you this question before. <clears throat> Glaber Torres hit 24 home runs as a 21-year-old. Sorry, this is a 21-year-old, not 24-year-old. So, Glaber Torres hit 24 home runs as a 21-year-old in 2018. Second among Yankees at that age in franchise history. Who hit more? So again, we're looking for somebody who hit more than 24 home runs at 21 years old. You got the answer in front of you. I do. I do have the answer in front of me. Ask the Google. (laughs) Ask the Google. (laughs) Uh, I'll ask the same question I did when you asked me before. Is it a Yankee in my lifetime? Or is this a Yankee before my time? The Yankee before your time. Before my time. I guess Mantle. It's not the Mick. Do you have a backup answer? Is it the plaque that hangs a little bit higher? Do you have a backup answer? 
Well, you're pointing at the picture behind you. I know the other guy is Joe DiMaggio. <laughs> it is Joe DiMaggio. He had 29 Who is home runs. DiMaggio? <laughs> 29 home runs in 1936. A little before our time. And what was the number for? For Glaber? For Glaber. Glaber hit 24. DiMaggio, 29. It's a lot of home runs in 1936. Yeah. So he's the man. Actually, I just... Uh... I just pulled up Mantle just to see where he is. And in his age 21 season, because you said Glaber at 21? 20, he was 21 years old, correct. In 1953, at the age of 21, Mickey Mantle hit 21 home runs. Ooh. In his age 22 season, he hit 27. Oh, okay. That was back in 1954. A long time ago. It's crazy. Then he hit 37, 52, 34, 42, 31. Yeah, and, and we know how it goes. We got it. <laughs> A lot of home runs. A lot of home runs. Would love to have seen him play. I know. But those will be episodes we create in the off season. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming. We're still going to make that episode where we talk about our favorite Yankee Stadium food. So, okay. Stay tuned. I'll, I'll hold off. What I was going to say that. Also, in the off season, we're going to play the game of when will AJ go back to Yankee Stadium? Hmm. <laughs> That'd be a fun game to play. So far, thinking my 40th birthday. So, how old are you? 39. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll have to talk to the boss and see how I can get involved with that. Because, I mean, you're not going to go without your partner, right? I mean, I'm trying to figure out how to do this. There's a lot of empty seats behind home plate. I would like to have them. <laughs> I know you, you did you the also, suite. For do you want a really year. empty one? Yeah, the suite was sweet. Right. The price, no, it was actually just off the third baseline. So sweet. <laughs> it's actually not that bad. We might have to do, I mean, we really take off. We could do like a whole listener party. Well, that'd be awesome. Could you imagine that? Yeah, it'd be fun to go to a game with my dad. And Inspector Clouseau, you want to go to a game with us? Um, Alex? No, there you go, yeah, Alex. Be I think Alex's wife also listens to the podcast. There we go. Steph. Whole five people. <laughs> Man, we're almost that there. Just bring the cost down where I need it, but we're almost there. <laughs> almost there. Ah, uh, hey, it, it's been fun talking Yankee baseball. Let me tell oh, you. Oh yeah, definitely gets our mind off of what we do every day. Yes, which it use. So. All right, you're listening to this episode on Saturday, September 25th. The Yankees are in Boston. We will come at you next week, probably still. <sighs> next week. We're going to record probably on September 30th because uh, I have fo- I have football. Two- I'm a PA announcer, so I got football two weeks in a row. So we'll probably record this again Thursday, September 30th for the uh, Tampa Bay Ray series kicks off or something oh. like that. We'll figure it out. Um, mm-hmm. But we've got one more. Regular season. What do you got? I was going to say, maybe we should play the week by year before we start telling people when we're going to record. Because if these next six games go terribly wrong, we may not want to record. You might not, but I talked to my dad and he's willing to give the eulogy on the season oh, if we need to. that's perfect. <laughs> then maybe we will. I would just want to hear that. I, I, I told him uh, <sighs> to do maybe something like old school Mike and the Mad Dog, where he gives a missive and he could be uh, like General Steinbrenner and... Mm. Pass on George's thoughts from the other side. Oh, goodness. So, either way, we've got some type of hopefully one more regular season episode. And hopefully, as I said earlier, the Yankees play more than three games in October. If all goes according to plan, they'd be playing more than three games against the Rays. Oh, goodness. So, we will see. And uh, obviously, in the next coming weeks, we'll let you know what's going to go on with these episodes over the offseason and what that's going to look like. And uh, although, in saying that, that means they don't win a World Series, but hey. No, AJ's face says otherwise. We'll get there when we get there, man. Keep chasing. Keep running. Good. All right. So 
Let's go Yankees. Uh, if you have any opinions that you'd like to share and want us to share on the episode, email us feedback at chase for 28.com. And uh, also continue to share your thoughts with us on Twitter. We are at chase for 28 pod. AJ, if people are enjoying this podcast, they can certainly support our efforts. What can they do? Oh, you know what you can do. If you're one of the five people listening to this podcast, you know exactly how you can help us out. First of all, you can become a legend. Check out chase428.com slash legend. And then you can also buy some merch because we got some cool looking merch out there. You can get some Yankee swag, you know, chase28.com slash merch. You can do it that time. And as always, it did. It was a little late. <laughs> and as always, follow us on the Twitter. Connect with us. Share your stories. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us what you want to hear about. You did it, Chris. At, At Chase for 28 pod. pod. All right. That's AJ. Chris. Big week. Let's do it. <laughs>